Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Friday, May 27th, and we're bringing you real-time news. Fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. A Texas law enforcement official says police who arrived at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde didn't immediately confront the gunman because the commander thought the risk to school children was over. Okay, the decision was made on the scene. I wasn't there, but at the same point in time, you know, a decision was made that this was a barricaded subject situation. There was time. That's Stephen McGraw, director of Texas Department of Public Safety. He spoke at a press conference today. The incident commander inside believed they needed more equipment. McGraw says 19 police officers stood in the hallway outside the classroom. Instead of taking action, they waited for keys to the room and a tactical team to confront the gunman. But in hindsight... Where I'm sitting now, of course it was not the right decision. It was a wrong decision, period. There's no, no excuse for that. Meanwhile, McGraw says students inside the classroom called 911 several times. Funeral directors in Uvalde, Texas, decided that the 19 coffins needed for the children should go through a single distributor. And that man, Trey Genham of Soulshine Industries in Edna, Texas, is not only going to customize each coffin to tell the story of each child, he's doing it all for free. Genham tells the Daily Beast he applies wraps like large stickers around each coffin with images of what the children loved during their lives. The coffin maker and funeral homes are also providing their services free of charge. The NRA's annual convention begins this afternoon in Houston, and there's a lot going on. Daniel Defense, the manufacturer behind the AR-15-style rifle the Uvalde shooter used, has pulled out, saying this isn't an appropriate time to market their guns. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is out, along with four musicians, including Don McLean and Larry Gatlin. The NRA's website boasts the conference will showcase over 14 acres of the latest guns and gear, just a few hundred miles from where 19 children and two teachers were killed earlier this week. A Twitter investor is suing Elon Musk. 
saying he manipulated the company's stock price to his own advantage. In his class action lawsuit, William Hirzniak says Musk benefited by delaying the initial disclosure of his 9% Twitter stake and then again when he put his $44 billion bid to buy Twitter on hold to investigate fake accounts on the platform. A move, Hirzniak says, Musk did to renegotiate the purchase price. The Amber Heard and Johnny Depp defamation trial is officially in the hands of the jury. After six weeks and closing arguments today, the judge turned the case over to the seven jurors. They will have to decide a few things. Whether Heard defamed Depp in her 2018 Washington Post op-ed where she didn't name him, but she said she'd been a victim of domestic violence, and if Depp deserves the $50 million he's seeking. They're also weighing Heard's counterclaim that Depp Depp's lawyer defamed her by calling her allegations a hoax. If the jury doesn't come to a decision today, they will return Tuesday. If you like our show, give us a five-star rating and a review. It really helps, and thank you. Coming up, we talked to the co-founder of the brand Bonobos about what it was like launching and running a successful startup while dealing with bipolar disorder. President Biden is reportedly close to finalizing a plan to help people with federal student loan debt, according to three anonymous sources who talked to The Washington Post. They say Biden plans to eliminate $10,000 of federal student loan debt for borrowers who make less than $150,000. He also planned to announce the news at the University of Delaware commencement this weekend, but now his speech focuses on the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Ukraine's richest man, Renat Akhmatov, is suing Russia for up to $20 billion. He says it's compensation for Russia destroying steel plants he owns in Ukraine, including the sprawling Azovstal factory in Mariupol. Thousands of residents and soldiers hold up there for months as Russians nearly obliterated the coastal city. Akhmatov has lost 40% of his nearly $7 billion net worth because of the war. The former head of the Louvre Museum has been charged in an artifact trafficking case. A French court charged Jean-Luc Martinez with complicity in fraud and money laundering for allegedly helping hide antiquities that were smuggled out of Egypt. Martinez was the president and director of the museum from 2013 to 2021. He has denied any wrongdoing. Justin Timberlake has joined the ranks of musicians who have recently sold their entire music catalog. He sold about 200 songs to a Blackstone-backed management company. The exact dollar amount of the sale has not been released, but according to the Wall Street Journal, it's estimated around $100 million. A new type of concert is kicking off in London tonight. ABBA Voyage is a virtual concert complete with de-aged hologram versions of each band member to make you feel like you're watching ABBA perform in their prime. Singer Bjorn Jolveas told Deutsche Welle. I mean, we put our hearts and souls into these avatars and they will take on from now. The concert is in the 3,000-seat ABBA arena in London and it will run indefinitely.
You might know Andy Dunn as the founder of Bonobos, the retail company that revolutionized menswear by taking it completely online. But you might not know that Andy was trying to keep his untreated bipolar disorder in check while turning Bonobos into a major brand. He writes in his new memoir, Burn Rate, launching a startup and losing my mind, that his mental illness nearly cost him everything. He's here to chat with us about it today. Hey, Andy. Hey, Dave. So you call your bipolar disorder ghost. Why is that? So I spent really 22 years in the closet with this mental illness. So for me, it really was a ghost that haunted me in the background. And it it wasn't until it surfaced in a major, resurfaced in a major way about six years ago that I fully was able to integrate the illness into my identity, into my life, and therefore be able to deal with it. So you write about these three different extremes or stages of bipolar disorder that you experienced. One of them is hypomania. You say that hypomania actually helped you when building Bonobos. So what is it and how do you think it helped? Hypomania is characterized by excitability, high amount of energy, maybe a bit more vision, contagious positive energy and Mm -hmm. spirit. And those traits are more or less indistinguishable from an entrepreneur who's having a good day. Mm. And so in a lot of ways, hypomania was jet fuel for the entrepreneurial drive, giving me the energy and at times the charisma to raise money, build a team, and inspire people. You say that the opposite end of hypomania is these depressive episodes. You write about a major depression that hit you when you stepped away as CEO in 2015 on your trip to China. What happened? You know, funny, Dave, I had really blamed Bonobos as the reason for these mood states. And then only when I left Bonobos in the summer of 15, and I actually fell into the deepest and darkest depression of my life. Mm -hmm. I had a hard time waking up before 3 p.m. I had no hope. I didn't want to live. And it was then that I realized that actually the job had insulated me. But once I could let just myself down, the guardrails were gone. And I went into a black hole. So you talk about this third extreme of bipolar disorder, which is mania. You reached somewhat of a breaking point in 2016. You had a manic episode where you ended up in a hospital for a week. So can you tell us more about that? Mania is the mood state where you fully detach from reality. Really scary, oscillating mood states between anger, irritability, joy, sadness. I mean, you're, I was gone. And so I spent a week at Bellevue and I was discharged finally at the end of a week with clear understanding that this was bipolar disorder that I'd been dealing with the whole time. And in fact, I was discharged into handcuffs and I was arrested for felony and misdemeanor assault from a spree of violence that I'd had during the manic episode. And at that point, my life began to fall apart. You, you talk about what it was like after you were released from Bellevue. You um, had a, a difficult call with Bonobos Board of Directors. Um, could you talk to us a little bit about that phone call? Scariest and heaviest business call I've ever been on. Called an emergency board meeting. It was by phone and it was remarkable. They accepted it, understood it and said, look, we believe if you take care of yourself, if you're in treatment, if you take your medication, we have your back on this. And so let's let's try to deal with it. So why does your story matter here? Look, I think in the business community, we haven't had this conversation yet. And I think the reason is for me that I've always felt it would be career limiting to talk about it. 
who would give me venture capital if I was on the record with these issues? Were people going to follow me? Would I have been able to hire and retain people? Mm -hmm. I think it's time that we have these conversations. So we need to talk about it as a first step to dealing with it. So what's your relationship with Ghost like now? You know, I'm so happy to say I've been in a really good place uh, for the last five years and I want to keep it going for the next 50. And so that means that it can't be a ghost. It's got to be something that I'm aware of, vigilant about, and and that's where it's at right now. The, the ghost is dead. The illness is alive. Well, that sounds fantastic. And thank you so much, Andy. Thanks, Dave. Andy Dunn is the founder of Bonobos, and you can learn more about his experience with mental illness and entrepreneurship in his new book, Burn Rate, Launching a Startup and Losing My Mind. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Rebecca Ibarra. And Dave Smith. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. Andy Bowers is head of audio at Insider. And we had extra help this week from Rob Gunther. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. 